Brian Hartline is walking into 2023 with a lot more on his plate, a new assignment, while also working with a new starting quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes, which is why it's a good thing Ryan Day is in his corner. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, June 22nd in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with your order. During today's episode, we will discuss an interesting recruiting battle between Ryan Day and Kirby Smart. And did the Buckeyes dodge a bullet? But first, Ohio State's going to have a new QB1 in 2023. It'll either be Devin Brown or Kyle McCord, two quarterbacks that are really talented, two quarterbacks that I believe will be a great piece of the offense of the Buckeyes in the fall. And guys, I believe in because I believe in Ryan Day. Ryan Day might take a back seat with the offense this year or have a lesser role with the offense in the fall. Ryan Day has been the play caller since he has been the head coach at Ohio State. But at the beginning of the year, it came out that Ryan Day might not be the play caller for the offense in the fall. And ultimately, I'm cool with that. But also, I am also cool with Brian Hartline being the OC. Still something that we're still waiting to see what he does with the Buckeyes offense. But also, I'm comfortable with Hartline being the OC while also working with a new QB1 for the Buckeyes because Ryan Day is in his corner. Think about your life when you have embarked on something new. It's a little difficult in the beginning. It's a little bit harder. I remember when I started podcasting, things were difficult in the beginning. I didn't know what microphone to use. I didn't know what software to use to record with. I didn't know how to interview people. I didn't know how to do X, Y, or Z. Things got a whole lot easier. When I started to come across people, I started to rub shoulders with people that have been experienced in the game, people that know how to organize and orchestrate a show and also people that know how to help you with things that just are easily as maybe saying form, formulating and formatting an email. <clears throat> maybe some people are saying emailing is hard. I don't know how to do that. Some say it's easy. But when you're emailing people that are doing things at the network level, sometimes you might get stage fright. And I don't know if Heartline's going to deal with stage fright in the fall. I'm not sure. But I do understand there will be some difficult times. And Ryan Day being there and Ryan Day helping Brian Hartline is going to be great. But also, Ryan Day will help Brian Hartline adapt the play calling and the offense to the strengths of the quarterback. Because Devin Brown and Kyle McCord, they're not the same. They're not the same guy. They're not the same person. I don't believe Kyle McCord would ever wear number 33 as a starting quarterback for any team. Devin Brown is wearing number 33 right this year. Also, this isn't the first time Devin Brown has worn number 33. He wore it quite a bit throughout his career playing the football. But when you think about the quarterback, what's an easy way to help him? Adapting and acclimating the play calling to the QB strengths. Now, you may say, Jay, what do you mean? 
Well, there may be a quarterback out there that's a little bit more that's, that's more comfortable running, and them running allows them to be more comfortable moving in the pocket to throw the football. So maybe do a couple plays like that, maybe a few more read options early to help the quarterback get his feet under him, and that will help him with his footwork. Maybe there's somebody that's better just staying in the pocket. Yes, they can roll out right, roll out left if they need to, but also in the pocket, they can dice up a defense. They can dial it up consistently, pick and move the ball up and down the field, then acclimate the play calling to the quarterback strengths. Also, when it comes to the running game and also when it comes to handling difficult situations, handling things when you're not really huddling up, maybe you need to address your right guard or maybe you need to address your receiver or your tight end for something they did well or something they did that was a missed assignment. The coaches, Ryan Day, can help Brian Hartline adapt with the new QB1 by dealing with all of the details that come up literally in the moment. There are details that when you watch a football game and when I watch a football game, there are things that I see and I'm like, ooh, ah, okay, I understand what's going on, but I don't know everything. If I'm on TV, there's a different experience than if I'm in the stadium. If I'm at the in the middle of the stadium, it's a different experience than it would be if I was at the bottom of the stadium. And so it's a different experience wherever you are. And from us, most of us that watch the games on the television, we only get to see a certain point of view for the football games. We don't know what goes on in the locker room. We don't know the conversations that happen on the sidelines or maybe somebody uses a few colorful four-letter words in a huddle during a timeout because something went wrong. We don't know all of those things, but Ryan Day's experience and expertise with the offense and expertise with the quarterback development, that can also help Brian Hartline when it comes to Hartline running the offense. And let's just say Brian Hartline is the offensive play caller for Ohio State in the fall. I have a lot of faith in Ryan Day to help Brian Hartline be the best play caller he can be during his first year with the new assignment. Also, I hope Ryan Day continues that move if that's the decision he makes. If Day says, hey, I'm done calling uh, offensive plays, then be done with it. Put faith, put trust in the man who you put that assignment in front of and say, hey, this is all you. You can ask my input. I may oversee some things, but ultimately this is, is all you and I have faith in you to get the job done, not just week one against Indiana or against Youngstown State or Western Kentucky, but also against Notre Dame and Wisconsin, and especially against the, the team up north Thanksgiving week. And you have to adapt the play calling to whatever style Devin Brown or Comic Court utilizes that they are su successful with. Adapt the play calling to their strengths and watch and see what happens next. Coming up next, we will dive into an interesting recruiting battle between Ryan Day and Kirby Smart and something that a current quarterback did, a geographic move that could hinder the Buckeyes' recruiting efforts to get a couple five-star recruits. What am I talking about? We'll discuss it next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. It's that time of year as things continue to warm up, or well, they're already warmed up, that we're going to be looking to find something fresh and comfortable to freshen up and liven up our wardrobe. My closet, I'm currently going through things in my closet trying to get rid of a lot of stuff. 
Well, I want to add something comfortable to what I wear on a regular basis. And Bird Dogs has that for me and it has that for you as well. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon but fit way better. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Locked On is having a live draft show Tonight, and you don't want to miss it. Pick-by-pick analysis from our stable of local NBA hosts, national reaction from our NBA big board hosts, and live check-ins from inside the NBA draft. Locked on NBA draft live starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time tonight on the Locked on NBA YouTube page. So we're always looking to try to find ways the Buckeyes can have the upper hand in recruiting battles. There are a couple of guys we recently talked about that took official visits to Ohio State over the weekend and Edric Houston and K.J. Bolden, two guys from Buford, Georgia, Buford High School, that are wanted by all the elite and blue blood teams and programs in the in college football. They're also down there in the heart of Georgia, and Kirby Smart wants to keep those two recruits inside that state back-to-back national championship winning team in the Georgia Bulldogs and a team that some are saying could win three in a row. It's really crazy to think that, but I do think there is a possibility for the Bulldogs to go three in a row in 2023. The Buckeyes, I do believe, will have something to say about that, but the way things have gone for Georgia of late, recruiting and with the schedule, it could happen. But also, to go undefeated, to have a team and to be able to consistently have elite players on your team, you need to find a way to possibly have an upper hand in recruiting, not just Kirby Smart versus Nick Saban or Kirby Smart versus Lincoln Riley or uh, Kirby Smart versus whoever the coach is, Jim Harbaugh, Dabo Sweeney, don't matter. He's also trying to have it over Ryan Day. So I do believe Kirby Smart realizes the Buckeyes are really close a year ago from beating the Bulldogs going on to play in the Natty. And I do believe the Buckeyes would have beat TCU in the national championship earlier this year. The Buckeyes recently had a decommitment, or earlier this year they had a decommitment from Dylan Rayola, the best court recruit among any database in the country in the class of 2024. And Dylan Rayola recently relocated and transferred to play football in Buford, Georgia, at Buford High School. Who are a couple of guys that are there in Buford High School that are also guys that Georgia's trying to recruit, that the Buckeyes are trying to recruit as well? K.J. Bolden and Edric Houston. You kind of get where I'm going. Now, I don't know if Kirby Smart is the mastermind or the, or or the architect behind Dylan Rayola going from Chandler, Arizona. Well, Chandler High School previously, what he ended up transferring to Pinnacle High School, Rayola did. Only there for a few months, and he's transferring to Buford High School. He is a Georgia commit. Still odd that they got a quarterback that is that good of that caliber. It's not really the kind of thing you think about when you think about a Georgia quarterback, but that's what you have there. Is this a move where Kirby Smart is trying to not only keep Dylan Rayola, but secure two more five-star recruits? It's possible, and this is where 
a recruiting battle between Ryan Day and Kirby Smart begins. Now, well, heats up. I don't say there hasn't already been one. I believe there has been a recruiting battle between the two coaches. And of late, there have been times when Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs have got the upper hand over the Ohio State Buckeyes. But this is different. I don't know how many times you find a quarterback or you find a player that ends up saying, hey, I am I am going from Arizona. I actually just transferred from a, to a new school in Arizona, and I'm going to go and play football in Buford, Georgia, at Buford High School, in the area in the state where I'm going to play college football here in the future. I don't know how many times that happens, but I also don't know how many times you find a time where a guy is saying, one year of football, really going to be on campus for probably six months, five months maybe, maybe four, probably going to graduate in December, be an early enrollee, go to Athens in January of 2024. That's probably what's going to happen with Rayola. But also I am wondering, and I have a feeling, this is going to have an impact on K.J. Bolden and Edric Houston. Now, they're not guys that play on offense. Bolden is a safety. Houston is a defensive end. They are not guys that play on the offense for their high school or even in Georgia. So, all right, Georgia. So it's not like they're going to be playing on the same side of the ball on the field together with Dylan Raiola. However, what this is, though, this could easily be Kirby Smart saying, hey, I want this guy here. I, 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 want, to, I want him to help these two guys recruit these guys and we all know how it is. Five stars want to play with each other. Four stars. If you're an elite quarterback or an elite player, you want to play with other elite players, which is why numerous players, numerous elite recruits come to Ohio State. And I'm not even here to say that Kirby Smart is behind this transfer, this move geographically from Arizona to Georgia. Multiple time zones, multiple states are crossed for Rayola to go to Georgia, his new home in Buford High School. I don't know if Kirby Smart is the mastermind behind this. But if he is, it wouldn't shock me. But also, Ryan Day, you got to realize, this is the game. <clears throat> this is the game of recruiting. Think two, three, four, five steps ahead of your opposition. That's the game. This isn't something where you can just sit up here and say, oh, the new rule comes out. Oh, we can wait a couple years to figure it out. No, this is the game. The game is stay ahead of the guy next to you. Stay ahead of the guy who just won the national championship. Stay ahead of the guy who just won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. Just making stuff up right now because I know USC um, did not do that or Utah. Well, actually, they did. Didn't really know that was going to come out right now, but (laughs) here we are. But you have to stay ahead of the game in coaching, in the moment, second quarter, third quarter. You have to stay ahead of the game. And I remember hearing interviews or hearing people discuss things that Ryan Day said after the Georgia game. Even though it was a loss, they said Ryan Day knew if Georgia came out in this look, we have this play to take advantage of that look from Georgia. It happened. Ryan Day knows there are times he has been ahead of the game, ahead of the curve in regards to just recruiting just football, just an offensive mind that he is, but also Ryan Day has to stay ahead of the curve in recruiting as well. Is there anything illegal from a player moving across states to go to to go to a new a new school with five-star recruits? No. I I if if one uh uh athletic association is going to allow it and the other one will like if it's in the rules, I mean this is the life we live. This is a game we're playing. You have to stay ahead of the game. 
K.J. Bolden is one player that I would love for Ohio State to utilize. Brian Smith, our locked-on recruiting analyst, says it all the time that Ohio State has lacked things on the defensive side of the ball of late, and getting K.J. Bolden on the side of the ball would desperately help uh, elevate the level of play at the safety position, but also in the defensive back room as a whole. Edric Houston as well. Georgia wants him. Ohio State wants him. If this is a part of a recruiting ploy by Kirby Smart to secure the services of Bolden in Houston down there in Georgia and keep them from Ohio State, I will say this. It's a smart move. I've heard a coach even at the high school level moving guys from different cities to have them come to that school. Hey, this is the game. Recruiting, there were, got, there were players that got cars, players that got money, players that got homes just to go to different universities. This is the game. They're playing the game. You got to find a way to play the game and be two or three or four steps ahead of them. Coming up next, did the Ohio State Buckeyes dodge a bullet by not getting a commitment, a consistent commitment from a certain recruit? We will discuss that next. You might be wondering where we're going. <laughs> Just you wait. We got something in store for you next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more in the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last four generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus. They have exactly what you've been looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhassen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at Billiards-Plus.com. Billiards Plus, family-owned and operated. Four generations. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to, to subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes on Apple or Spotify or the Odyssey app or Amazon Music or wherever you get your fine podcast. Locked on Buckeyes is also available on the YouTube and the SiriusXM app. If you're a YouTube watcher and viewer, subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button on this video and hit the bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes are the part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We're always trying to find a way to say if the Buckeyes have an advantage, a disadvantage, or maybe the Buckeyes dodged a bullet by missing out on a player, a player transferring, whatever the case may be. And what I wanted to say next is not a, a knock on the player itself. So I'm going to say that early because I don't want to make a knock and saying this person does this or that. I don't want to do that for the individual, the young man, the high school athlete quarterback that is the subject of this top of this segment. Dylan Rayola, quarterback, very talented quarterback. I was really excited when he verbally committed to Ohio State, <clears throat> decommitted from Ohio State, committed to Georgia. And this is something that I didn't realize when I when I heard that he was going 
and going to play football in Buford, Georgia at Buford High School. Then I did some more digging. The same high school of Edric Houston and K.J. Bolden did not realize that at all when I saw the announcement. But this is going to be the <clears throat> fourth high school that the young man plans to play football at. And I, saw, I saw somebody else say six schools, and I, I would get there in a second. But his freshman and sophomore year, Dylan Riola played football at Burleson High School, Burleson, Texas, freshman and sophomore 2020 season, 2021. In 2022, he ended up transferring to play football at Ch in Chandler, Arizona at Chandler High School. Junior year, phenomenal year, playing the football, great quarterback, all of those things. All of a sudden this year, earlier this year, it was announced that he was going to transfer to Pinnacle High School in Pinnacle, in, in Arizona. No, don't know if it's in Pinnacle, Arizona, but... It's in Arizona again, so you have Burleson, Texas, uh, Burleson High School, Chandler High School, planning to play at Pinnacle High School, but then ended up transferring a few months after joining the football program in the school over there at Pinnacle, transferring to play football in Buford High School, Buford, Georgia. And so my first thought is, why is he playing at so many schools? And I looked up, and I knew this about Kevin Durant and an NBA player, all-time great, first ballot, all of those great things, great accolades for his career. Kevin Durant played at three high schools. Now, I don't know Kevin Durant's situation. I know there were prep schools, and I don't know if it was a fam family dynamic that said, hey, we're going to move here. Oh, there's a prep school. Okay, great. That worked out. Oh, we're going to move here. Oh, there's a prep school. Well, that worked out once again. I, I don't know. But I just, my first initial thought, kind of cautious in kind of take it back and saying, why is a kid playing it? I'm going to play at three schools, plan on playing at four. The people that are advising him, and I don't know, I have no idea if it's his father or if it's fa other family. I understand his uncle is a coach at Nebraska. I don't know who it is. So I'm not even pointing fingers at saying exactly, I know this. I don't know. But why is he going to so many schools to play high school football? Is this an issue of, Hey, if things don't go the way we're looking, that we want them to go, we're going to leave immediately. Is that what we're looking at? Are the Buckeyes dodging a bullet because maybe he came, he would have come in, and Dylan Mariola didn't start year one all of a sudden. They leave, and you're looking at another Quinn Ewers situation where it's like, Quinn Ewers, money grab. I understand what he did. I may not agree with the way he went down with it, but I understand why he tried to make a money grab. I get it. But also, you want a guy's there, and Ryan Day wants the guys there not only not only fit the culture, but that want to be there. Like, you want to be an Ohio State Buckeye. You may not fully understand what it means to be a Buckeye when you first get on campus, but you want to be an Ohio State Buckeye. That's what your dreams, part of your dreams and aspirations are at the college level. You want to be a Buckeye. And I don't know, man. My first thought, first gut thought, when it comes to the Rayola thing, arm talent's there. Physical build is there. Really good quarterback. Great high school quarterback at that level. But money, man, man, the Buckeyes may have dodged a bullet. It could have brought some chaos to the campus that nobody wants around Ohio State during any period of time. That's just my first initial thought there. It just seems odd, very, very odd that a kid would go from Burleson High School in Texas for a couple years, go to Chandler High School for a year, plan to play at Pinnacle High School in Arizona. Oh, no, going to Buford, Georgia the same school where there are two five-star recruits that Georgia's trying to snag so Ohio State doesn't get the verbal commitment and eventual signing of Edric Houston and K.J. Bolden. It just seems weird, man. That's all I'm going to say. It just seems weird. Out of here on a 
Thursday, last show of the week. We'll, we will be back on Monday of next week. Some more stuff coming with my guy, Ryan Roberts, discussing Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Abuka, Julian Fleming, Cade Stover, and other draft-eligible Buckeyes on the offensive side of the ball. Ryan is an NFL draft analyst that is a staple during the offseason for the Ohio State Buckeyes going into the season and also leading into every NFL draft. We're out of here. I'm, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thanks for making lots of Buckeyes your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, now is the perfect time to check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. Locked on Sports Today provides you with all the news and notes in and around the world of sports in 20 minutes every single day. Locked on Buckeyes and Locked on Sports Today, they're both a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, every day. For Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday, I am your host, Jay Stevens. It's the last show of the week. I'll see you on Monday. I'll see you next time.